Good morning and welcome to Wake Up With Marcy, a show of hope and inspiration. It's Christmas and I want to wish all of you that celebrate a very Merry Christmas. I want to encourage you to focus on the love that's around you and remember why we celebrate Christmas. And Don't try to have everything perfect. Let that go and let your higher power in your heart. On today's show, we have some very impactful guests. They will be sharing on energy work and old patterns that come up during the holidays, pleasure points for women, and sustainable fitness goals in the new year. We first get inspired and learn to protect our energy and release old patterns with Sarah B, manifesting expert, author, and energy healer. Next, we get informed about the pleasure gap what that is, and how to have conversations with our partners about intimacy with Dr. Shaga DeNoble. Lastly, we learn positive fitness goals with Iselfie Taylor, fitness enthusiast, host, and executive producer of Mind Body Money. Now let's meet these incredible guests and move towards a happier life. now speaking with Sarah V, manifesting expert, author, and energy healer. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you so much. We're both in our in our Christmas red here. It was not I planned. <laughs> no, but it's Christmas Eve. There's so much to celebrate if you do, yes. you know, celebrate Christmas. So I'm, mm. I'm just so happy to have you on because yes, we're going to talk about family patterns and the holidays mm. and energy work and so the first thing I wanted to talk about is the holidays and why they bring out ancestral or <sighs> family patterns. What was yes. happening there? Oh my gosh. So I'm going to start with a, a quote that I, that I love that if you think you're enlightened, spend a week with your family. I, I've always <laughs> loved that. So and, and, you know, as a returning, you know, adult to any kind of celebratory um, holiday or whatever it is, what happens is we have, we hold these, these vibrations of ener energy from our past in mm. our body. And when we return and we haven't kind of healed them, you know, whatever trauma, pain you've, you've experienced in your life, we kind of return, they're kind of an imprinted energy in your body. You know, the stories that we tell ourselves actually are energy. And, you know, when we return back, we think, oh, you know, we, we've, you know, we've cleared them. We don't, it doesn't bother us anymore. But when we return back to a similar situation or a comment, um, takes us back to, uh, you know, as if we were a child again. So I, yeah. I always love that that comment because it's I had a similar experience like, oh, yeah. And I went kind of a little bit back into similar patterns. Right. I always talk about those as triggers, right? Yes, so exactly. I myself, I have done a ton of healing. But when I go home, I find that I'm good. But about two days in, mm -hmm. I start responding, mm -hmm. you know, as I would have you know, rewind however many years ago. Yes. And and it is true, those triggers happen. So what can we do about those triggers or that old energy that, you know, <clears throat> is, is making us act in a way we don't want to? 
Yeah. You know, I, I, I really studied this and I, I practiced this over and over again. And I would say one word, preparation. You know, I call this technique that I've used and I talk about it in my book um, and it's called future envisioning. And it's, it's actually, you know, we kind of sit with ourselves before an event, before whatever, whatever it is, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a family holiday or whatever. But if we just kind of sit quietly with ourselves and envision as if we were stepping into the future, you know, envision what we would want to feel like, what we want our thoughts to be, what we, you know, what actions or what we would like to be experiencing. Because when we when we do that before an event, we actually become the energy of what we want rather than being in the energy of like, oh, my God, oh, what if this happens? And, you know. So it right. it actually, you know, in your unconscious mind, it allows you to step into what you want rather mm-hmm. than what you don't want. I do that all the time. So I would yeah. say preparation is is really what we get to do. Sure, it's amazing because honestly, I think, <clears throat> and this is, so many of us will be like, oh my God, I got to go. There, It's going to be the same story. This is going to mm-hmm. happen. So mm-hmm. it is about changing that for yourself and and I'm all about envisioning uh, your your future whatever it is you're wanting and I know in your book yeah I wish I'd known and talking about manifesting and and all of those things so let's talk about it's Christmas Eve today and tomorrow's Christmas Day there's a lot that people are expecting right the perfectionism making the meals we got family coming over how can we help our energy, like, you know, going from this stressed, crazy place into a calmer place where we we actually can handle things so much better? Yeah, I think basically is lowering our expectations. You know, we go in there thinking we're going to have this like Norman Rockwell. I don't even know, you know, did Norman Rockwell really have like amazing holidays? I don't know. The but pictures look like it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we we have this really, really high expectation and then we get into the frenzy. So I always, I always, you know, tell the people that I work with, you know, slow down, like slow down, really look into the story that we're telling ourselves of why we need to have everything perfect. And usually it goes back to something that you have seen in your, you know, your own family of origin and, mm-hmm. and it, and it becomes, you know, you think it's normal um, that you, that you behave like that, but is it really serving the real part of you? You know, does it really matter if, you know, if that everything is not perfect and I, and I'm a recovering holiday perfectionist. And, you know, I, I had a very untraditional um, Thanksgiving and it just feels so good just to kind of sit back now and just relax. Like I was one of those that had to have everything perfect. And now I can just really be present to really just being with my children and, you know, having them. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about being present and we're talking about the holidays, but we're also going to be going into the new year and we're thinking about how can we be better? So 
how can we extend this into our new year and put things into action? Yeah, you know, it, and it's not just about, it is really not just about, um, you know, the holidays because there's, you know, two or three, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe people get like this all the time. But, you know, it, it, it's again, it's slowing down and being present to what is arising in us. You know, we have the holidays. It, it's really, it can be every day for some people, yeah. you know, <laughs> that it, it just happens like that. But if we just slow down and start being present to the stories that we keep telling ourselves, write it down. You know, if you feel a sensation coming in your body, like, oh God, I, you know, I've got to do this. I ha- it has to be perfect, whatever it is. Just really slow down and be present to what's arising. Yeah, it's been amazing having you on and congratulations on your book. I wish I'd known. And for, for more information, where can we find you? So I'm all over the place, really. Um, but about my book or about uh, where you can get um, more information about this new book that we just released, um, books.saravie.com. And there's a gift in there for everybody. Uh, there's a little QR code. Um, my website is saravie.com. I'm all over um, Instagram, Sarah underscore V underscore LLC. And then, of course, on Facebook. But, you know, wait, wait till next year. You're going to see me everywhere. <laughs> Fantastic. I yes. love it. I love it, Sarah. All right. Well, thank yeah. you again for coming on Wake Up. Thank it's you such a so pleasure. Much. Thank and you. Great work you're doing. Thank yeah, you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Next, we get informed about the pleasure gap and having intimate conversations around sex with our partners. now be speaking with gynecologist Dr. Shaga DeNoble. Welcome to Wake Up With Marcy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's so great to have you back on the show. And I really love what we're going to talk about. I, I mean, we're talking about how we can help ourselves as women in the new year to be happier. And one of those things that we need to focus on is pleasure and how we're feeling and intimacy. So I, I really appreciate you being on the show to help us to be more in tune with our bodies and also to speak with our partners about it. One of the things that you have mentioned is the pleasure gap. What exactly is that? Uh, the pleasure gap basically um, points out the fact that there is a big discrepancy between having pleasure and having achieving orgasm between men and women with sexual encounters. And we see that majority of men um, in studies have orgasm with every sexual encounter, actually 95% or more. But when you poll women, only half of women are able to achieve orgasm with every sexual encounter. And if you poll women, you know, in the last time they had intercourse, were they able to achieve orgasm? And there's a huge discrepancy with majority of men saying yes, and a lot less women saying yes. So, you know, there's a lot about intimacy where um, sometimes the, the goal of the intimacy is more focused on the man and the woman is ignored for, for various reasons. And we need to narrow this gap because it's not equitable. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about, I think that that has to do with getting educated, 
And that's why I, I love to have you on and, and share with us, like, first of all, how can we, I, I mean, of course, as women, for the most part, we're in tune mm-hmm. with our bodies. Yeah. How can we help our partners to have more of an understanding of what is pleasurable for us? And also, I, I go back and, and I brought this up, the conversation. That's, yeah. you know, so often we stay quiet because yeah. we don't want to hurt our, our partner's feelings or maybe we're, we don't think we're supposed to have pleasure. Absolutely. And you, and you hit the nail right on the head. Education is key. First, we have to be educated and understand our bodies and understand that we do deserve pleasure just as equally as the man does. And the focus cannot just be make sure he has pleasure and just to make sure that he thinks I had pleasure so his feelings are not hurt. We have to be, have the confidence, the self-confidence to understand that our pleasure is just as equally as important. So first we have to educate ourselves and, and know that we deserve that. So that's huge. Well, how, how do we get over being self-conscious about that? You know, that is um, a big challenge for, for a lot of us. Um, mm-hmm. I think media, social media and movies and pornography do not help that at all. We have mm-hmm. to understand that we are enough. We, we cannot be um, so self-absorbed or, or so self-conscious about our appearance. And that plays a role a lot of times, whether you've recently had a child or maybe you've had some weight gain or you're perimenopausal or menopausal, you don't feel as confident in your body. So we have to get to a point where we have that confidence and that we know that, you know, um, we, we do deserve pleasure as well and to build up that confidence. So that's well, a lot of communication, you know? Yeah. Let's talk about the pleasure, like yeah. us having our own pleasure and, yeah. and being given pleasure by our partners. Like, yeah. How does that help us? I mean, is, is there, are there health benefits to that? Absolutely. I, I think, you know, being able to be in a safe, healthy relationship where you can communicate freely is huge. And that mm-hmm. just speaks to the fact of the healthiness of the, of the relationship. And if we're not there yet, we can work on that to get more comfortable, to have the communication be deeper and more open. And as a result, the intimacy will improve. So just working on that, then we feel understood. We feel our needs are being met and not just that we're only focusing on the needs of our partner. You know, it's reciprocal. Right. You will feel more appreciated and your confidence will improve as a result. And our well-being, our mental well-being will improve as a result of that as so well. So you talk about our mental well-being, which is so mm-hmm. important. But for instance, when a man has pleasure, it's my understanding that it helps like their heart. There's a lot of health yeah. benefits. Yeah. Is that the same for women? Absolutely, for women as well. So when we're able to have intimacy, and it's not just about penetration and orgasm alone, any sort of intimacy that's erotic and sexual and arousing between a healthy partner, a healthy relationship, you know, uh, relationship um, improves our blood pressure. It lowers our blood pressure. It releases um, endorphins, which helps with pain, uh, with migraines and menstrual cramps and all sorts of pelvic pain. Um, It does improve our sleep because of the release of prolactin. So our sleep Mm -hmm. is better. When we sleep Mm -hmm. better, then our libido is improved and just our mental well-being is improved. So it becomes a beautiful cycle. Um, Like I mentioned, as you mentioned, blood pressure is lowered. 
um, the, our mood is better. It actually helps our mental health because depression and anxiety is lessened as a result of oxytocin release. We know that oxytocin is a pleasure hormone and that's released right. when we are have intimacy. So there's a lot of health benefits. We burn a little bit of calories. Um, there's a, there's yeah. a lot of, you know, there are a lot, a lot of health of benefits things. to that. Absolutely. A lot of positive. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about one more thing that's so important sure. and we've got to do this for ourselves in the new year is improving our intimacy and and also like we're tired we have too much going on like how can we make it important for ourselves and 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 this time with our partners that's great you know the new year is around the corner we have the holidays and then the new year and it's a great way to start the new year focusing on making sure that our needs are met as well. So yes, we're tired. We have dishes and laundry and work and the kids and activities. We have to prioritize our relationships and we have to prioritize our well-being because we are part of the relationship. And when we do that, um, then we can have a, the, the relationship is healthier. The intimacy is improved. So one mm-hmm. great way to do that is to have an open communication with our partner um, to know that we have to put some things down on the list. It's okay if the house is messy for like another day. You know, yeah. we have to put the intimacy and our our relationship with our partner and our needs higher up on that list mm-hmm. and kind of let go of some things. Another great thing that can help intimacy that I always tell my patients, you have to communicate with your partner. You have to have them, listen, help me out. I need a few minutes to be able to get into that mindset of being intimate. So can you help with the dishes tonight? I'm going to go relax a bit, maybe take a bath. And mm-hmm. kind of because all day we're running, we're taking care of everybody else, which is wonderful. It's good to be of service. But that mm-hmm. really, we have to let the partner take on a little bit of that, give ourselves a breathing room, and then we're ready to for that intimacy. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming thank on the you. show. Wish you a very happy new year. And hopefully I can have you back on the show soon. So thank we'll you, Dr. Thank, thank you, you. Dr. Happy New Year. Bye bye. Bye. After the break, we learn about sustainable fitness goals in the new year. I'm now going to be speaking with a selfie tailor, host and executive producer of Mind Body Money on Impact TV. And you are a fitness enthusiast. Thank you so much for coming on Wake Up With Marcy. Yes, thank you for having me. I love this because, right, we're leading into the new year, New Year's resolutions. Now we got to start thinking about, well, I hate the word diet, but how we're eating, how we're making changes with our body, fitness, all of that. And I really want to ask you about our mindset around that and is that your mindset or is that discipline yeah 100 percent. i think mindset is everything i always say those that think they can do something and those that think they cannot do something are both usually right and we talk a lot about motivation and like i need motivation but i i encourage the viewers to don't 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 con- concentrate on on motivation rather discipline because we're not always going to be motivated. We don't always want to wake up in the morning, go to the gym or go to yoga or whatever, but it's the discipline. It's that it's that willingness to get up and do things in spite of a lack of motivation. So that's mindset, that belief, and then obviously the discipline that it takes to get up every day and do what is required of you. Right. And so I find a lot of times I'm not in the mood 
But once I do it, I feel so much better about myself. Yes. yes. Like, how do we remember that? Yeah. So, you know, again, the road to walk a mile begins with a single step. It's not, it's not always, you know, it's not always fun. It's not always enjoyable. It's not always uh, uh, what we, what we want to do, getting out and, and working out and moving our body. But to your point, there's this euphoria and this, and this energy that comes when we do it. I know me for one, if I don't move my body in the morning throughout the day, I'm always a little sluggish and a little off. And I realize like, wow, I didn't, I didn't get out and, and, and move my body. Right. But that's what, what separates, I think, average people from great people. It's that willingness to, again, get up in spite of, and, and continue to, to push themselves. So let's talk about exercise. And now there are those that are maybe just starting a routine. Maybe they've used to work out and they haven't been doing it a lot lately. Maybe they stopped with COVID, right? And they're trying to get back into it. What are some ways we can get back into it, make a difference with our physique and how we feel, but as we're getting a little older, we're not beating ourselves up? Sure. Right. I mean, one, you know, we, we shouldn't be judged by our success, right? We should be judged by the number of times that we've fallen down and gotten back up. So you can't compare yourself to other people. Everyone has their own journey. We all should look and aim to be the best versions of ourselves, right? And for you, that might mean that you're going to run in the next LA marathon. For me, it might be like, I'm just going to go and get on my stationary bike for 10 minutes. And that's the win for me. But whatever it is, my 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 encouragement, my advice to people is just do something, just move your body, whether it's yoga, whether it's Pilates, whether you like walking, running, weightlifting, playing basketball, whatever it is, as long as you are moving your body, that's key. Even my mother has never been a workout person in her entire life. And she's like, son, I'm now going to the gym. You know, how much weight should I use? And I'm like, you know, three pounds. I'm like, actually, don't even worry about the weights. Just move your, yeah. the fact that you're there moving your body, that's good. Right, right. And there's, you know, there's so many health benefits to that, not just changing how we look on the outside. So let's talk about diet. Oh, my God. I I hate this word. Uh, I I think more about our food intake uh, as a way of life. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what do we do when we start thinking about eating, dieting, losing weight? Yeah. So I'm going to blow your mind with this one. Your diet is not only what you eat, because we think of that, right? Am I eating too many carbs and sugars and this, right? And yes, that's important. But your diet is also what you watch. Your diet is what you listen to. Your diet is who you hang around, right? All of these things influence our our psyche, right? And so have you not noticed that when you're around positive people and people that are doing, you know, inspiring things that that you feel invigorated and you want to do that when you're around people that are are nasty or or naysayers that you feel down? I say, look, there's two types of people in this world, needers and feeders. There are people who are going to need from you, drain you, pull you down, and people that are going to feed you. So, yes, what you put in your body in terms of the actual food and vegetables and meats and and, and drinking enough water, that is super, super important. But don't focus on that alone because if you're like, I'm eating well, but I still feel down, consider all the other parts of your diet, the things you're watching and reading and listening to that also have a great effect on your health and wellness. We're going to hear where we can find more from you, but I also just wanted to share that if you really cannot financially go to a gym or become a part of a yoga studio, there are so many 
uh, videos or apps. There's ways that you can do these things without hurting your pocket. Once, and that's, I have an app I created on the app store called mind.body.money for that reason, giving people mindset tips, body health and wellness. You can do workout videos, yoga, meditation videos, all for free. You can download it on my app, mindbodymoney.com. And then also the, the money element. But I, again, my whole platform and mantra is the total person, mindfulness, body, health and wellness, and good, good stewardship of your money. And when you have those three areas of your life, when you're in control of them, then again, you'll find the happiness just oozing, oozing out of you. Something to strive for in the new year. Well, thank you so much for coming on Wake Up With Marcy. It's really wonderful to have you on. Thank you. Thank you all so much for tuning into Wake Up With Marcy today. It's a difficult time. I know it is. Whether it's addiction or we're dealing with family triggers or cravings. And if you're having any issues, please check out my YouTube channel, Wake Up With Marcy. You can subscribe there for more inspirational videos and also segments from my show. You can also check out my book, Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles, which was rated the number one new release for the 12-step program on Amazon. So it's a difficult time, but know you can get through it, and I'm here for you. I want to thank my guest, author Sarah B., Dr. Shaga Denoble and fitness expert, Aselfie Taylor. For more information about my guest or check out the segments, go to my website, wakeupwithmarcy.com. I hope you will keep in touch with me during the week on, on all my social media channels. And also, I want to wish you all a very, very happy holiday and just embrace this beautiful time. And I will see you next weekend.